Hi, I'm Amanda, and welcome to the Pro-Life Team podcast. I'm here with Jacob, and we discussed blessings and prayer. Amanda, I'm excited to have you on the Pro-Life Team podcast. Would you introduce yourself uh, and maybe how you got um, started in this um, pro-life work or pregnancy clinic work? Um, okay, so I'm Amanda Tucker. I'm the director of We Care Pregnancy Center. We are a small center. We're in rural, rural Benson. So we we have reached to like different parts of Cochise County, maybe northern Cochise County. Um, you know, and so just how I got started is just, I mean, it's tied into everything really to be honest. Um, The reason I got saved was because I had a miscarriage. Like that, that started the, my, or my walk towards the Lord kind of, and he kept trying to grab me. He'd like a random person would stop in the grocery store and be like, Hey, come to my Bible study. And just for the longest time until I finally just like, okay, I'm coming. (laughs) Like, I'm doing this. So, um, and he just healed me from a lot of that pain that happened during my miscarriage. And I wasn't really, I wouldn't call myself pro-life because I was, I thought that people had an, should have an opinion over their body, you know. But once I had the miscarriage, it was about halfway through my pregnancy. And so I saw a real baby there, you know, um, a real baby that had feet and toes and arms and legs. And I'm like, I, I can't imagine someone having an abortion at that point. And I just felt like that's horrible to even think that people are okay with it. Cause it was pre 20 weeks. So that's why it was a miscarriage. But a lot of the laws are like, well, shouldn't be before this time, you know, or you can't have one until, 15 weeks. I think Arizona is like 15 weeks right now or we've been working on it. Yeah. Um, anyways, so it's just, I couldn't imagine that. And I'm like, that's a person in its in of itself. And so then that started leading me to question everything and which led me to the Lord. So, um, and then as far as me actually working here, I felt a call for it for a long time. I just never knew what that was. (laughs) And so I was at church. My pastor was on the original steering committee of We Care and he was presenting it because he was looking for board members and people who want to be involved in some way. And I was just, the whole service, I was just like, felt God like tapping on me saying, Hey, you need to listen. You need to listen. And I didn't say anything after church. Like The kids and the husband all wanted to go eat because they were all hungry. And so um, they, they just, uh, we left right after church, but my pastor came and ran out in the parking lot and was like, you need to, you need to go to this meeting. You need, I just feel like you need to go. And so I did. 
and I joined the I joined the board in 2018. That was when we had our first board, and um, we just kind of it started there. I was on the board until 2020, because um, before that I was a school nurse, and um, what. And doing that during the whole COVID nonsense, we were like, we're not putting our kids through this. So we homeschooled. And so I quit my job. And the same day I left the school was the same day our director that we had hired left here. And so I kind of ended up just stepping in as interim director. And then, I don't know, God kept telling me I needed to apply for the position, but I didn't want to. Cause that's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of work. And finally I was like, Lord, I'm giving it up. I'm not even going there. And we have a co- applicant that will be just fine doing this. And the board president called me two hours later and was like, Hey, so the applicant decided to pull their application. They don't want this job. And I said, okay, God, I see what you're telling me to do now. So hmm. that's why I'm here. And it's been a lot of work. Wow. Oh, that's a good story. Um, I need mm-hmm. to probably put a pin in mm-hmm. it right here for a moment. Uh, and I can edit this part out. But my wife opened the door and there's the guy coming from AAA to look at our car. So I'll be right back. But I'll, yeah, just. Okay. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> I can edit this part out. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> oh yeah. So the next question I wanted to ask you was, um, so Amanda, tell me, um, yeah, tell me about the the blessings that you've experienced recently. And I and I want to add to it. Well, I'll let you go first. It sounds like you might have some backstories there. Yeah, it's just, I mean, so. When you when you emailed the other day, there was a, a spirit, a little bit of a spirit of fear and worry that we weren't going to be able to make it to our, our our. We have a fundraiser coming up in two weeks, right? And so our president was just so stressed and worried, and so was I, to be frank. And you know, I'm like, God has provided so many other times everything we started this organization with $500 check from the ministerial association in town so we've started from like tiny and we've built it and built it and built it and so this year has been a struggle and but you know what god has just every time we've had someone come in that needs a crib and we don't have one within 2 weeks we have a crib and I can call them and say, Hey, we've got a crib for you. Like, it's just amazing how prayer works and how God provides for the clients in this ministry. And so it's just, it's, I'm so blessed by it. Even just the other day, I'd been waiting about two weeks for a crib. And this is a crib story because someone had come in and asked for one and I, I help coach cross country, middle school cross country. 
And so I was gone a Friday and my volunteers and I came in on the next day on Saturday just to check everything. And there's a crib sitting in there. And I was I had seen my post-it for that just Wednesday, I think, or even Friday before I left, you know, thinking, oh, I hope we get a crib in soon. And there it was. Wow. <laughs> so it's just God has his hand here and just we're small, but the blessings are huge. Yeah. And so it was a Saturday and <clears throat> essentially I was, you know, doing work on a Saturday because things were a bit tight and I, I just had that pressure to follow up with people. And so I started following up with different pricing clinics that we had leads with. And then it got to the point where I sort of felt like I wanted to send like a single message to the rest of the people that I needed to follow up with. And so that was the, how may, how may we pray for you and your mm -hmm. team email? Cause I was just trying to mm -hmm. follow up. And, and then I think, within an hour and I went away from my computer for a bit and I came back and there's a whole bunch of responses, like 12 people responded back very quickly. And yours was probably number 10 or something like that. But out of those first 12, okay, um, you were the only one that asked for financial blessing. And, and then, so before I saw your email, I got a phone call and normally I don't even answer the phones on Saturdays because usually I don't work on Saturdays. Um, but I, I get a phone call yeah. and it's from this gentleman, Michael with the Mac foundation. And he said, we have a thousand dollars and we're wondering if you could help us, um, you know, who, you know, know who to give it to. And I spoke to him probably about a year ago, um, reaching out for our group out of Honolulu, Hawaii, you know, asking about a grant opportunity and they ended up getting a thousand dollar gift from that, um, phone call. And, and then he calls today. So this is the first time he's ever called me with this question. And this is also the first time I've ever <laughs> sent off a bulk email saying, how may, uh, how may we pray for you and your team? And then your, your email came in 45 minutes before his phone call, but I didn't see it yet. So then I have told him on the phone, well, let me, I'll add it to our prayer list on Monday morning and I'll get back to you. Cause I figured one of these emails coming in would have, we could, we could know which one to pick based on reading through them. But then I saw your email and I was like, oh, wow, that just came in a little bit ago. Oh, and asking for financial blessing. Well, that's probably the one to go with. And so, and so anyways, I called him back and said, <laughs> I've got one for you. Uh, they just emailed literally 45 minutes before your call. And then I sent you and him the email. Anyway, that's, that's my, part of that story. <laughs> yeah. So here's where I can add on okay. to that. That day we were having an emergency meeting to just discuss how, how best to go forward, how to make sure that we can continue on with everything. Um, and so, and half of the board was kind of like, well, we need to do this, this, and this. And half of the board was we need to trust God and God will provide for us. And I had told them about your email and I said, well, we know we got people praying for us. So, and that, that was really all I was asking was prayer because I was in a lot of prayer for it myself, you know, and it just, and so later when I finally saw the message, cause after that I went home and I did my home things and, 
And then I saw, and my emails don't usually pop up on my phone because there's something, I don't know why half the time they don't pop up, but I look and I see there's an email and the we care email. And I saw that it was yours and for the thousand dollar grant. And I was just in shock (laughs) and tears. I cried because I was like, this is just how God works right here because it was tears of joy of just knowing that our father is always providing for us and we don't have to worry. So yeah. anyways, it was a huge blessing. Yeah. And it, and it really is sort of like, I don't know. I, there's the story of um, uh, Lori DeVillis with Trotter House. And she's, she was out of Austin, Texas at the time. And she, they, were, they, they had someone call their clinic and said, I, and this is when they actually they had just been open for about three months. And, and this is like probably 20 years ago because mm-hmm. they've been open for a long time now. But so they, this lady was asking, do you have any formula? And she's like, well, we don't, but we'll get some. Why don't you just come on in? And so instead of going to Walgreens, they, they went to a small table, their whole team, and they started praying for like, you know, God, you know, how are you, how are you going to provide this formula? And then this is where the goosebumps start. So the, there's a knock at the door from a, a lady with the health department. And she's and and then the way Lori says it is well, it's not normally good to get a lady from the health department at your door, but anyway. So the lady says, "Would you guys like some formula?" And then she says, "Well," and then Lori says, "Well, yes." And we were just praying about it, and and then the lady says, "Well, we have a whole van full of formula right here." <laughs> and, but then they get so then, um, yeah. So then the lady said the the post office was you know they people they send out these formula samples and they were. The, if they if the address doesn't work out and it, and it bounces back to the post office, they are being collected in these really large postal bins, and the post office was throwing it out because they had so much of it. And then the late this lady saw that they were you know collecting and looking to throw it out, and she's like, "Well, that stuff's really expensive. We should see if there's a way to repurpose it." And then she had gotten a flyer from Trotter House, or back then it was called the um, Austin Pringsy clinics or center or something like that. It's, it's, it's first name, but all the, and then, and so mm-hmm. then, the, you know, so since then they have been getting formula from the post office for 20 years, like, and, and like large bins. Wow. And sometimes they'll, she'll tell stories about sometimes people need like a special kind of formula and they don't have control over what kind comes into the post office, but they've gotten, anyways, it's been really exciting to see how God weaves through this post office formula connection yes. and the fact that they went to pray about it instead of going to Walgreens to me, that just doesn't even make like if I needed a formula for someone, I would think, well, maybe I could go get it at Walmart or something or, you know, or Safeway or, yeah. you know, I, I don't think I would even consider that, but they went to pray for it. And then now there's like, it just feels, it's just amazing. You know, one God answered prayer, Two, he didn't just answer formula for that person. He provided a, you know, like a like a flood, an ongoing stream, and yeah. it just and and I sort of what I felt like I, felt I had a small taste of that on Saturday because, you know, going you know, yes. you know, and so essentially we got a lot of prayer responses from that email series that I sent out. We have and so I've been adding about two, three, or four to our morning. We have a morning prayer time with a, as a company. And so I've been adding it between two to four, um, but I've got a, I've got a, a list of about twenty eight that are in line <laughs> to get at it because I don't want yeah. But anyways, it's 
praying over a couple at a time. I took all the event ones first because there are several people asking for like prayers for galas and banquets in October. And so we got we made sure that those got taken care of first. Yeah. And then I'm doing the other ones just as they roll in. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's just exciting oh, to have a new story of answer prayer because like it's exciting to see how God answers things. And then, yeah, it just reminds me that we need to go to prayer about small things, middle-sized things, and everything. Yes, we definitely do. I mean, that was, it was so quick, the, the turnaround from me asking to prayer to that happening. It's just, he like immediately um, answered the prayer and I, it, our board was just so blessed and excited. They were like the path that was say, saying, wait for God, you know, or let's pray about it. They were like, he provides, you know, and that's not the first instance in what we do. It's constant. It's a constant thing that, you know, we just pray and it happens. Yeah. So So I'm the owner of, irapture.com we're a website marketing company and it you know this is year 23 we started in january january of 2000 and uh over the years i so far have never been had to take out a loan but there were times when things would get really tight like i had an appointment with the bank to get a line of credit and then and i would and what i've learned mm-hmm. is that if i just ask my wife to pray she is diligent in her prayer life and it will. And, and then I'll say, stop praying. We're full. We're full. <laughs> you know, we have all these projects and like, <laughs> and like, you know, and very often I've, I, I have just, I have completely learned that if, you know, praying for financial blessing results in, at least for myself, having really big projects come in. And the, and the most recent example, um, I had been pouring in my retirement money into the company over the last Hold on. One oh yeah. Hold on sure, one second. Sure. The crib. Is it spelled in full? Yes. Wait. By Amber. Yes. And she's here. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Is it in the shed? Yes, it's in okay. the shed. <laughs> uh, the the crib story has come to fruition. <laughs> and there's the person through the <laughs> That's crib. That's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, I've been pouring in my retirement money into the company, and my wife wasn't happy with the way that was going because it wasn't going to last forever. And so we were, we had started praying for financial blessing. And um, for about three weeks, we were, I was praying not every day, but um, some semi-regularly, I guess I'd call it then. And, um, and then we get Mm -hmm. this connection with someone I used to work with uh, before he was saved. Actually, I learned he got saved 12 years ago and we worked with him, I think about 15 years ago. And, and, um, all that to say is he came to me with this really big project and we gave him a proposal that was two times bigger than our previous largest proposal ever that we've ever made, which was, it was just, it was enormous. And then they come back and say, well, we actually need you to do more than that. And so it ended up being four times bigger than our previous proposal ever. And it's, and it's been so, and they, so God, oh, yeah. And then they say, okay, well, maybe that's a little bit too much, but if you'll help us with the virtual museum on the history of abortion, we'll call it even. And I'm like, well, I would have done that 
regardless of this deal, because that's just where my passion and heart and experience and time is. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, so essentially it connect and they're a, an apologetic group and we're working with them to trans bring translated content into 21 languages eventually right now we're working with seven but eventually 21 languages to africa europe and uh and asia and and it's just a really really it's got a lot of essentially it ties in they, they speak regularly about abortion and pro-life topics apologetic style they also speak about things that are coming down the road in this pro-life space which is like the lgbt really the t out of LGBT influence and how plant, you know, how abortion clinics are providing uh, hormone blocks, hormone ads, and T services, and and so they talk about that apologetic yeah. style. And I felt like God answered my prayer not just with financial blessing, but also with like representing, recognizing where we have been and where and where we're going, as well as evangelism. So it was like this complicated answer to prayer with like four or five knobs in the puzzle piece that fit perfectly. And I was just asking for the one to, to pay salaries and, you know, to be able to keep things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but that was just real. Yeah. That, and then it's just been, but yeah, God is, and I think it's important to ask for financial blessing when you need it and to literally, you know, to, to cry out to God with what you really need. Um, and because God, he, mm -hmm. Yeah, he answers. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. So, you know, he, he just, I, it's amazing to me and it blows me away every single time, every small thing. It just blows me away. So, well, I am so glad that you, yeah, that you responded to that email and I'm really glad that Michael called and that God, I see God's fingerprints on each of those, um, the, you know, those, those, uh, connections and, and, and I think Michael said that they were going to write the check on Monday. So maybe it even arrived this week. So it arrived on okay. Wednesday. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, yes, it's am <laughs> that's amazing. And, um, Wow. So what's something, yeah. So for those who are listening to this podcast, you know, how might they pray or what is your current prayer for, for We Care there in Benson? So typically our, we open our days with prayer when we, when we're open, um, the volunteers and I, we sit down and we pray and usually we're let we, we always play for, pray for our country. We always start there. And, you know, we pray for clients because we are small. And so sometimes people don't know about us. And we just ask that God would bring the person who needs him in today. So, and sometimes we get that, you know, sometimes someone who just needed some compassion and some love comes in through those doors. So we pray that. And we pray that we can just continue to grow. We have grown so much since the original, when we had our steering committee, you know, we've grown, we've been open about five years and just, we've gone from wondering how we were going to send someone to CareNet conference to being able to, last year we sent like four people to CareNet conference. And so 
it's just this balance, you know. And so we pray about our continued growth and we pray wisdom, like God's wisdom, what he wants us to do, what his will is for the ministry, you know, just to give us all that when we're speaking with clients, when we're talking with businesses around town to support us, when we're talking to individual donors, we just pray for his wisdom and his words to speak to them. So I think that's, those are all important things every center should pray about. Yeah. One of the verses that seems that I keep, it seems like this is like the, the verse of the month for, for me at least. Uh, so Philippians 4, 6 says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and mm-hmm. petition with thanksgiving, present present your request to God. And then verse 7 goes on to say, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love the uh, don't yeah. be anxious and then to to pray pray as if it's a petition or pray as if it's, yeah, uh, a, a request being made. And then, and, and then also to be thankful with Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's yeah. last Sunday. I think it was by, uh, we, we had a sermon that was talking about being thankful. Oh, we had a couple sermons actually about being thankful. And I feel like that's, that's really something that needs to be echoed and needs to resonate with, with Christians. It'd be really amazing and good when someone thinks of a Christian that they thought, Oh, that's a very thankful person. That, that would be a, that's a desirable place. I think for us to yeah. be at is to, re- to really reflect being thankful with Thanksgiving as like a, a characteristic that we're known by. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree <laughs> with that, you know, and just thankfulness that he's called us to do what we, he's called us to do. And, you know, I, I personally feel so thankful that he's called me to do what I do. You know, it's, it's hard. It's a lot of work, but I just, every day I'm blessed by it. And I'm constantly reminded of just what God does for us. And for even those who aren't saved, he does it for our clients who aren't saved still, you know, and they're just like, how is that even possible? I don't understand, you know, but we understand and we continue to pray for them and with them through these times that they're in, you know? So it's, it's just being grateful. I'm always, one of the things I always say in my prayers is I'm, I'm so grateful that you've called me to this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and and I think part of that, it, it, when you see how, when God's working in an area it, it, it makes it exciting and adventurous, even though it might be hard. You know, it feels like, you know, it's, it's a reason why a firefighter will, will go into a really hard, smoky, you know, burning building because they, they understand how, how important that work is. And I feel like Prancy Clinic directors are doing the same thing. They're, they're going into hard spaces that are smoky. They're on fire. They're dangerous. But the reason why, it's exciting and we can be thankful about it is because we're saving lives and it's, it's, and, and that, yeah, and essentially, and it's needed and it's important work. And so that's why, that's why I think there's, the Thanksgiving is there because it's such an important um, blessing to those who are being helped. Yes. 
Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Amanda, this has been really nice to, to, to chit chat with you and do this podcast. Um, would you wrap up this podcast with a, a prayer? Sure. Father God, thank you for today, Lord, and thank you for all the blessings that you pour out upon your ministries, Lord, and the people that you call to run these ministries and to serve in these ministries, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to guide those of us who are working in the pro-life area, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to give us wisdom, to give us strength, to give us courage, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would just help us to bring people to you, Lord. Ultimately, that's what you want, Lord, and we want that too. We want what you want, Lord, and we just ask that your will would be upon each and every one who is listening to this, upon Jacob, Lord, and upon all the volunteers who spend their time here serving, Lord God. Lord, we love you and we thank you so much for everything that you do for us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh,
sponsors include Heritage House, Patriot Insurance, and iRapture.com. The Pro-Life Team Podcast is a ministry of iRapture.com. If you would like to explore making a donation or becoming a sponsor or have a recommendation for who would be a good guest on the podcast, please contact us at hello at prolife.team.